The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. This is your Thursday, June 3rd edition. I am your host, Santino Cacone, and I'll be running this one solo for you guys. Uh, Mike is a little busy these days. Guy's moving across country, so uh, very shortly. So he has a lot of things going on here. Uh, so he's getting the night off on this one, and I'll be running this one solo. We just have two games for you anyway, so it should be fairly quick. Um, I'll give a little deeper of a dive if I can. But um, before we get into it, I do want to give a quick shout-out over to our guys at MyBookie, simply the best sports book around. Uh, it has everything that you need in a casino, uh, a fully-fledged casino platform. You can make any sports bet you want, uh, and it has a uh, live tables, live dealers, and like I said, fully-fledged casino platform, all at the touch of your fingertips. So you don't even need to go to your local casino if you have one. Uh, you can do it right online and get everything you need. I also want to give a quick shout-out over to our guys at Manscaped, the number one men's below-the-waist groomer in the world. Uh, and if you're not familiar with them, you should get familiar with them and check out the Perfect Package 3.0. It's simply fantastic. It has everything that you need for your below-the-waist grooming. <clears throat> um, and with Father's Day coming up, it's a great gift as well. Uh, we have the new lawnmower 4.0. It's a brand new item. If you weren't familiar with before with the Lawnmower 3.0, it's awesome. I have one myself, but now they have the 4.0. Uh, and we also have everything else that comes with that package for you. We have the Crop Exfoliator, the Crop Gel, um, the Crop Reviver, the Crop everything that you can think of to help you there. But if you want to get in on the action, and get 20% off plus free shipping. Enter the promo code HOOPBALL20, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 at manscaped.com, and you get 20% off with free shipping. Again, use the promo code HOOPBALL20. All right, guys, time to get into this slate. As I mentioned, we only have two games on the docket for you. Uh, we're about to be, we're almost at the time where the majority of the next slates are going to be two or so games. I don't think, I know Friday we have one. Um, I believe Saturday we might have three, depending on uh, the Lakers and uh, the, the, this games, the games that we have tonight. Uh, but we're about to be in the next round of the playoffs, and we won't have more than two games a night. So... Without further ado, let's get into it. The first game on the docket is the Denver Nuggets at the Portland Trailblazers. They played a double overtime thriller in the game in Game Five, which was absolutely uh, incredible to watch. Uh, but we have a two twenty eight and a half game total, which is by far the highest game total. Twenty points more than the other game that we have later. Uh, and the Blazers are four point home favorites. The Blazers are down 2-3 in the series. The Nuggets lead. 
uh, they will be at home. So we'll see if we can get in Game 7. On the injury report for the Blazers, we have just Zach Collins is out. The Nuggets have Will Barton, P.J. Dozier, Jamal Murray all out for this one. I will start with the Nuggets. They are the away team, and they have the 3-2 series advantage. And I think it's it's similar with the, the usual suspects on this on, on this side of the ball. <clears throat> so we saw Jokic. Pretty much everybody had a uh, a little better of a game. You had 10 extra minutes of play, so everybody had a, a bigger chance to uh, hit on value there. So, and, and this game, this series is going to be a lot, seems a lot closer than any other series out there. Even this next series that we'll get to later, uh, depending on who's in, who's out. But Jokic is fairly safe. As I mentioned in the last one, uh, he may not have the highest upside and he's still at 77. They did go to double overtime, but he's the safest guy on the slate, I would imagine. Uh, and he, he does cost the most, but super safe. Uh, they have been taking away a lot of his playmaking abilities, though he did grab nine assists or dish out nine assists in this last game, which was by far his highest in the series. He only had a grand total of 12 assists before last game, so uh, he he did take on more of a facilitator role. Had 38 points, 11 rebounds, took 31 shots. Again, he played 46 minutes. Can't imagine 46 again unless they go to at least an overtime. But he's super, super safe, and if you're going to pay up for him, you know exactly what you're going to get. Uh, if you don't pay up for Jokic, I think Michael Porter Jr., who finally, and, and I'm happy because I had him, yeah, I had a lot of exposure into this game in the last, um, on in, the other night, uh, but Michael Porter Jr. finally came out of his shell. That's what we were hoping for, um, and he dropped $100, actually. He put up over 50 fantasy points, and he went from 7K to 6.9K. Uh, he only took 13 shots, but he was extremely efficient, 10 of 13 from the field. He grabbed double-digit rebounds. He scored 26 actual points. Uh, he looked very good, and he looked comfortable for the first time in this entire series. <clears throat> um, and I'm going to go back to that. Well, I, I like I like going back there. He, he dropped $100, uh, and, and he's still in a solid matchup. So we're we're looking to get more exposure to Michael Porter Jr., especially if you don't have Jokic. This is a game that you want a lot of exposure to, uh, and if you don't pay up for Jokic, Michael Porter Jr. makes perfect sense. And again, Monte Morris, and I'll say it now, he's going to again be my favorite value play of the night. We'll get to that later, but uh, this guy delivered again. 43 DraftKings points, 28 actual points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds. He played a whopping 41 minutes, which has been by far the most minutes he's played since he's come back from injury uh, and mo- the most minutes in this series. He played 30 in Game 2. That was his mo- most minutes previously. Uh, but this guy's just continually bringing back value, continually bringing back value every chance he gets, crushing his per minute on numbers right now. And at 4,700, he is a fantastic value. And like I mentioned, he will once again – feel like every time I'm on the podcast, I have similar teams, and he continues to be my favorite value play of the night, um, and he will stay there. Another guy you can you can look at is uh, Austin Rivers and Compazzo. I think they're both decent. Uh, obviously, a big price discrepancy there, but Austin Rivers played a lot of minutes, 47 in the last one. You would, again, all these minutes are, are a little exaggerated because they played double overtime, so minus like six, seven of them, and then you have a very con- 
conservative number of, of minutes that they can get. But Austin Rivers should play over 30 minutes. And at 4,500, we've seen, just like last game, a couple games before that, uh, he has the potential to bring over 30, 30 DraftKings points. And at 4,500, he is not a bad shot in the dark there. Again, I prefer Monte Morris at only 200 more uh, because he's just a lot more consistent. And his upside is pretty similar, if not better. Uh, but Campazzo is similar too. 6.1, I would prefer to pay up for my uh, Michael Porter Jr. if possible. But he is not a bad option too. He's been bringing back rock solid value here and there. Uh, Aaron Gordon is hit or miss. He played 39 minutes in that last one again. Double overtime, can't count on that. But he finally had a rock solid game here. And he brought 35.5 fantasy points. Second best game of the series in terms of fantasy points. He had 10 rebounds. I don't think he's a bad option to bring back value, but uh, for me, it would be Jokic, Porter, Morris, and the other three guys are just options, which we need in a only a two-game slate. On the other side of the ball, we have the Portland Trailblazers, and we have our guy, Dame Lillard. Uh, I He is certainly in my player pool after what he did in the last game. 52 minutes, yes. He put up 55 actual points. 10 assists, 6 rebounds. He made 12 threes. He took 17. He made 12, which was a uh, playoff record. And he dropped 92.5 fantasy points. Uh, If they won that game, I would be a little more hesitant on chasing that game. Uh, He was one of my preferred plays in the last one. In the last two games, he he disappointed very much so in that first one. Uh, In game four, game five, he lived up to everything that I thought. This one, if they had won that game, I would be a little more bullish on playing him because I don't want to chase that that game. But they lost. He did all of that, all of those heroics. If you were watching the game, it was just incredible. This guy was just launching. It didn't matter if there was one, as Austin Rivers put it, it didn't matter if there was one hand in his face, two hand in his face, uh, step back, turn around. This guy was just making everything. He was unconscious. Uh, but they lost the game. They had some bad plays down the stretch that wasn't that weren't his fault, but... Them losing and now being down three two, and with their season on the line, this is why this is a re- that's a reason why I don't mind paying for Lillard. He loves these moments, uh, as we saw in the last game, and he's going to relish in the moments and and take every opportunity he can. If they won, I would be a little more hesitant to go to him up three two at home. Not that I don't think they'll win, but um, he wouldn't need to necessarily put everything on his shoulders. But now that they're down three two. Uh, fair game. This guy will go out there and do what he needs to do, so I don't mind going to him here. Uh, he will be one of my favorite options, though. I, I did mention a lot of my favorite plays happen to be, or one of my favorite value plays, again, Morris, is a guard. So we'll see how that correlates. But um, Damian Lillard, I don't think there's any bad thing I can say about him here, especially being down. Then we'll go to McCollum. McCollum has been bringing back value consistently um, throughout this series. I think one game where he didn't bring back value was game two. Every other game he's been bringing back value. Don't mind going to him here. I kind of prefer Michael Porter Jr. again. But McCollum, after that mishap uh, in the last game, that turnover where he stepped out on the line with not much time left, I think he'll redeem himself here. Don't mind going there, especially if you can't get any exposure to Lillard. Uh, Obviously not the same upside. I don't think he'll drop uh, 55 plus fantasy points, but 40 is respectable and he can certainly do that. Uh, maybe 45. So 
so I don't mind going there. Norman Powell, he's been playing pretty well. Uh, had a couple good games, a couple down games, um, but I'll only go there if the salary is what I need. I would try and prefer to pay up for like a Porter or a McCollum, two guys that we just mentioned already, uh, if we can. Robert Covington, I still like him. Uh, he had a big game in the last one. He's been bringing back value consistently the last three games. The first two, he was getting his feet wet. These last three, he's been playing really well. I, I expect that to continue, especially after he missed in a, a dunk easy late in the game, which may or may not have cost him that game. Uh, but Robert Covington, only 5-1. That's fantastic value, and I will continue to go there. This guy's just playing a boatload of minutes. He played 44 in the last one. Yes, double overtime, but before that, 36, 39, 37, 34. Uh, consistently playing as many minutes as he can handle. He has 9, 11, and 11 rebounds in the last three games. Uh, So he's rebounding the ball. We know he does a lot on defense, and he dropped 19 points in the last game. Uh, The only time he scored in double digits, but even if we say 12 12 actual points, he's still going to bring back value there. Guy's been playing really well, so I like him there. Uh, Everybody else, not too into it. Uh, You could look at Nurk, but... I would probably just spend up in the in the next game uh, at the center position or Jokic if you can. Um, everybody else on this on this team, it's kind of hard to dive into there with um, Ronda Hallis Jefferson, Enos Cantor. They're all playing very bad defensively, and no one else is really getting minutes. This is a tight rotation on Portland. Um, that's it for them. We'll go to the next game and the last game of the night. Oh, I forgot the Denver Portland game starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time which finally the NBA started to separate some of these games a little bit. I know a couple um, last week it was just obnoxious how both West Coast games kept being 10 and then 10.30 start times, making you pick and choose who you want to watch when it's the playoffs. We want to watch everybody uh, for as much as possible. But here we go. We're on the next game. This one starts at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Phoenix Suns at the Los Angeles Lakers. The Suns lead the series 3-2 to two and now travel to L.A. Uh, for a game total, we have a 208.5 game total, which is, if you're counting, 20 points under the first game of the night's game total. And the Lakers are three-point home favorites. So Vegas is telling us they expect Anthony Davis to play in this one, uh, or at the very least, LeBron James to go nuclear. I don't know, but uh, it would seem if the Lakers are favorites, I know they're home, but the, but they're expecting AD to play in this one. And we will get to that right now on the injury report. Uh, for the Lakers, Anthony Davis and Contavious Caldwell-Pope are both questionable. Again, Vegas is pointing. Uh, we'll, we'll get confirmation later. Davis and Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel was a little more bullish. Davis said it's up to the team doctors, but Vegas is kind of counting, as of this moment, is kind of counting uh, AD in, but this is super early, so things will change. And on the Suns, we have Tyshawn Alexander, Abdel Nader, both out, and Chris Paul as probable. We'll start with the Suns. They are the away team in this one. Uh, and we'll start with the big little man in Devin Booker. Uh, guy was just unconscious in the first half. He pretty much outscored the Lakers by himself. He pretty much outscored uh, his entire team by himself in that first quarter. He was just cooking. Didn't really need to play much in the second half. Then he started off a little not as hot in the second half anyway, but they didn't need him. They were up 30 points a half, and that it just never the gap never closed. Um, you can look at Devin Booker. 
again, if you're not getting super exposure to, if you want to play a more balanced line and go like Michael Porter Jr., Devin Booker, CJ McCollum, uh, go very balanced there, and then we'll keep going, uh, so on and so forth. That's that's perfectly fine. You don't have to pay up for these guys, and, and Booker is an option after what he did in the last game. Um, I don't expect him to start off outscoring everybody on his team or or the entire Lakers squad, but he's not a bad guy. I personally probably won't have much exposure to him just because he's been so on and off here. Um, his upside hasn't been tremendous, and his downside is, is about 30 points, which isn't bad. It doesn't kill you, but it we, we would want a little more, especially in two games. So I'm not going to have much exposure to Booker, but I can see why people would want to go to him after the way he started in the last game. DeAndre Ayton, um, similar sentiment. He's 7'7 now. I prefer him over Nurkic, who's similar in price, only $400 less. Uh, but at the same time, he's not the value that he once was when the, when the playoffs started. When the playoffs first started, he was 6200 and he was putting up value. Then he was 6,100 after a 44-point game. Don't know why. Then 6,300. Last game he was, uh, or then game four, 6,700. And he was consistently putting up, um, on average, 40 points a, a game there. And now he's, or last game he was 7,400. Uh, still a little higher, not not terrible on price, but he, he didn't, they didn't need him anyway. But this game now he's 7,700. Now his price tag really reflects, I don't know what that is, but reflects where he should be. Now his value isn't as great as he was before. He was one of my favorite um, mid-tier plays for a couple times because he was just so cheap in the, in the 6Ks there. Uh, now he's nearly 8K. We've seen his upside so far in the series be a high of, which was game one, 44 points. He does have three games over 40, uh, but that doesn't, that's not huge upside. Do I like him? Yeah, I, I, I would throw him in there. And again, I prefer him over Nurkic. I think the 40 point or 37 ish point floor is, is rock solid for him. But um, on a two game slate, if I, I would prefer if I can get a, a bigger guy now that his price tag is there. Uh, again, if I fall into that category and I'm near 7, 5, 8, 8K left over, I'll try and get him in my lineup. But I'm not going to force him in it now that his price tag more reflects the output that he's been doing. Um, we'll go on to Chris Paul. So Chris Paul is in is in a weird spot for me. He, he looked very good in Game Four. They didn't really again. They didn't need any of these guys for the most part of the game uh, in Game Five. They just blew him out. But he didn't look Chris Paulish. He looked very healthy. Uh, from the eye test in game four and game five he just looked a little off uh, so I don't know if I want to fully go there again he's going to continue to be a guy that I need to monitor the injury situation monitor what coach Monte Williams says monitor what the beat writers are seeing and all that and see pregame to see if I want to throw him in my lineup because at six five that is a fantastic value I just am not a hundred percent sure where his health is at uh, from game to game, and that's the only question mark with him. If he was healthy, he would not be 6,500, and that's why it makes him such a fantastic uh, value at that spot. But again, he's dealing with this injury on it uh, consistently, so we'll, we'll see exactly what happens. And that injury has opened the door for a scorching hot campaign. Jesus. Um, uh, the guy I like to call Franklin the Turtle, but he was on fire last game too, him and Booker. They didn't need him in the second half, but he just did damage in that first half. Uh, he had twenty. He only had 25 fantasy points, 25 and a half, but um, 
he shot 7-11 from the field in only 19 minutes. Again, if this was a full game for them and they didn't need to uh, take their foot off the gas for pretty much three quarters or two and a half quarters, uh, he could have easily put up 35, possibly 40 fantasy points because the way he was playing. They couldn't stop him, and he was just on fire, uh, whether it was driving, whether whether it was from the three-point range, uh, mid-range. This guy was just doing awesome. Um, and again, it, depending on Chris Paul's availability and, and health, he's going to play. So his health, uh, maybe I throw a, a dart at campaign over Chris Paul. But again, I want to see that news um, to make sure I want to do that because at 1,100 more, if Chris Paul is near 90% or plus, that's the that's the call there. But uh, if he's still very much limited and going to play 20 some 20 plus minutes, maybe 25 minutes or so, and campaign's going to have a bigger role again, then I don't mind switching it up there. <clears throat> Outside of that, uh, another team that doesn't play a ton of guys, but one guy we can look at is Tory Craig. He played a lot in the last game, and um, Coach Monty Williams was talking about him, especially when they go small. I. Uh, we might not have Anthony Davis in this series or in this game, so we might see more of Torrey Craig again. He played 18 minutes in the last one, which again, blowout, got extra minutes, but he played 11 and 15 in the two games before that and brought back, um, excluding game five, 13 and 19 fantasy points, which is near value. And if we're trying to load up on stars and get some cheap, cheap guys in here, Torrey Craig at bare minimum, who could bring you back value um, with slightly a little bit of upside there guy that we definitely have to give a look at um too so that's that's one reason i'm doing that and especially if anthony davis does not play if he does i don't expect him to play too too much he probably plays uh less minutes than normal and they'll go a little bigger if they can but uh tory craig should still play a, a decent amount and he's an option that if you're uh, just throwing if you need some bare minimum guy or near bare minimum guy we know that he can help you bring back value there. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Michael Bridges had a really good game in the last one. Jake Crowder's been on and off, uh, but I'm not sold on both their price tags. I'd still rather, uh, without position eligibility, I'd rather just throw Monte Morris there for a couple hundred dollars cheaper. He's just a lot safer to me. Now let's go on over to the last team of the night. That is the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I am scared talking about them in this one. They are my favorite team. Uh, I am watching them potentially get eliminated after a championship in the first round. And obviously the big news here is Anthony Davis. Uh, KCP is also questionable. He played in the last one. I would expect him to play here. Uh, he only played 15 minutes. They didn't, obviously, they were down so much they could they didn't need him to go back out there. But <clears throat> they do need him to play because they, they need somebody who can shoot. And let's bring me to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, if he plays, changes the entire dynamic of how I'm approaching this team slash slate. Uh, if he doesn't play, it's a completely opposite uh, mindset. So LeBron James at 10-1. We mentioned Lillard. We mentioned um, Jokic. And then it's LeBron, AD. And those are the only people over 9K. After that, it's Devin Booker. LeBron James, if there's no AD, he's still not 100%, which... He shows flashes of it just because he is LeBron James and he's just the most talented player in the world. But he's still not 100%, and you could see it a lot of times uh, on the way he plays and the way he doesn't attack and he settles for his uh, always his, his jumpers where he always slightly does a fadeaway, which I never fully understood. But 
Um, LeBron James, if there's no Anthony Davis, I mean, I got to have him in some of my lineups. It's just uh, I'm going to stack him with, with another stud. But um, if no Anthony Davis, season on the line, health or not, it's still LeBron James. And um, I'm going to throw them in there in more of GPP tournaments, not cash. Cash, I think, is for the game game number one. But GPPs, I mean, you, you have LeBron James facing elimination in the first round. How many times could you ever say that? Uh, so if Anthony Davis does not play, I'm looking right at the king. If Anthony Davis does play, probably won't have exposure, too much exposure to either of them. AD is certainly going to be limited, so I'm not going to pay 9-4 for him. He could beat that price tag, yes, but it's going to be very risky. And LeBron James now doesn't have to shoulder everything of the load. He probably is going to try and do that regardless, but uh, he doesn't have to be force-fed the entire load. Uh, now you have Anthony Davis there. Outside of that, we're looking at uh, Dennis Schroeder. The, um, very underwhelming last game. Didn't even make a shot from – didn't make any shots. It scored zero points. Uh, speaking of shots, this one thing that hurts me with whenever I watch the Lakers, and especially Schroeder, Schroeder's jump shot – his confidence in his jump shot is just not there. Uh, he's never been a great jump, sh- uh, jump shooter, no matter from where from the floor. But his confidence is just not there. He passes up a lot of open shots. And when you're playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you need shooters. This team does not have it. Um, Schroeder can't shoot for – I'm not uh, – he just can't shoot. I'm not even going to – I'm not going to say um, – too many bad things, but he's just not a good shooter. But at five nine, if there's no Anthony Davis, they at least need him to do something. He's gonna, he should take a solid amount of shots, play a solid amount of uh, role, and he should bring back value. I can't imagine him going over nine again. Outside of that, Kyle Kuzma at four eight, he's been playing very underwhelming, but they need something from him. If AD doesn't play, I don't mind looking at him. If AD does play, not going to look at him. It's as simple as that. Um, KCP. He's a guy that I'm going to throw some dart turn, dart throws out there, assuming that he's ready to go, a full complement of minutes. You know when he plays, he's going to play over 31 minutes or so, and he is one of the most, if not the most, reliable shooter on this team, and he's a solid defender at 3,600. Uh, they need him to play, and I, I think we can have a decent KCP game here to bring back value uh, while we're digging out people under... 4K to fill out our lineups if we're trying to go stars and scrubby-ish. Um, Monte Morris or Markeith Morris becomes a an option if there's no AD, but I think we have better options. And the only other guy I'm looking at uh, is Montrezel Harrell. Montrez. So Trez, Trez, Trez is just an anomaly. Um, he's gets chewed up defensively. We know that, but they need his energy. He only played 12 minutes in the last one, but the way when he did step on the floor, uh, his instant offense and his energy, they need something like that. Yes, he can't shoot either, and the spacing is a little off, but especially if there's no AD, they need somebody who can put the ball in the basket and somebody who brings energy uh, out there and, and tries and, and, and runs after loose balls, sets screens, does all the little things. Uh, so Trez, if there's no AD... I will definitely take shots at him at the bare minimum. Uh, but if there is AD, then I'm going to hold off. I hope he still plays a solid amount of minutes because they need him and they need to feed off him. But it would be more of a GPP type thing uh, where I would look at him there. 
All right, and that does it for this two games. Before I go, I will throw out my favorite tier players on this one. Um, and we'll start with the expensive tier. Um, yes, the expensive tier is a little asterisk because if AD doesn't play, I'm probably going to have, uh, I don't know if it's bias or what, but I'll probably have the most exposure to LeBron James just because I, I it's going to be tough not to go to him. But um, that's near here or there. I already mentioned Vegas has Lakers as three-point home favorites, so they're they're expecting AD to play. And my favorite play of the night will once again be Damian Lillard. Um, yes, he had 92 fantasy points. He dropped 55 actual points in the last one. Yes, now he's over 10-3. But they didn't win that last game. They are facing elimination. Um, I expect him to carry the, the load, put everything on his shoulders once again. Uh, down 3-2 at home. This is game time, and, and I would love to get some exposure to him there. Uh, and I guess this is a theme, but... My favorite val or mid-tier play of the night is going to go to um, Michael Porter Jr. once again. He finally had another big game, uh, his best game since the since game one. He dropped twenty over twenty points again. He had a double double. He only played took thirteen shots, but he played a whopping forty eight minutes. Yes, double overtime. Uh, even still, after that game four dud, he balled out in this one, and he actually went down a hundred dollars, which. I don't know why, but he went down in money. Um, and yes, I will take another shot at him, game six. He looked really well, <clears throat> and I expect similar output. Maybe not 50, point, 50 fantasy points, but I expect value uh, with a little bit of extras there. Uh, maybe 40, 40 fantasy points, which is rock solid for his ta- price tag. Uh, and then if you wanted to view a lower... Um, value, uh, lower mid-tier guy towards the 5K mark, I would go with Robert Covington. He's just been rock solid, bringing back value consistently, consistently, consistently. Uh, last game we saw him do a 19-11 double-double. Probably won't happen again, offensively especially, but we, we've been seeing him put up near 30 points a couple times uh, and consistent value, which is something you want. And my favorite value play of the night, and again, it's a, it's a running theme. I'm sticking a lot into that first game, but... Uh, Monte Morris, 4,700. He's once again my favorite value play. Uh, speaking of value, that's all he's been doing in this series. Every single game, he's brought back value. First game, value. Second game, value. Third game, value. Fourth game, value. Fifth game, lots of value. Sixth game should be a similar story. Uh, he will play no less than 25 minutes. I expect him to hit the 30 mark again, especially after last game. Uh, just he's too cheap right now. Forty seven hundred. Uh, he's, he's just too cheap for me. He started the series at thirty five hundred. He's slowly getting up because he consistently brings back value. I expect over twenty five points again. I expect another value here. Uh, he's just the safest value play of the night. All right, and that does it for uh, the Thursday edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. Thank you guys for joining us. If you don't mind, if you have time, if you want, give us a rate review on whatever you listen, wherever you listen to podcasts. I know I listen to uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever it is on my phone, but um, give us a rate review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. We will try and incorporate what you like, try and get rid of what you don't like, and all that good stuff. And if you'd like, you can follow us on our multitude of Twitter accounts on on Hoopball, and you can follow me at Santino Cocone. Uh, 
Thank you again, as always, and we will catch you again tomorrow. I believe it will be Dave and Will. All right. Have a good one. And as Will says, peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.